it's just so sad um, that women are put into that situation that they they're literally risking their life to be not pregnant that they said they don't have time or they can't do it right now or like there's the 15 year old Mm -hmm. do most of those people when they think that way is it because they know it will be a single parent household or for a lot of those is like the guy's still in the picture and they're he he still would be around but it's still not the right time has that ever happened we see all different scenarios um Mm -hmm. and everyone has a unique circumstance and a part of our job is to listen to them and and have them tell us what all is going on Mm-hmm. Maybe they've never had somebody say, I love you. Let's listen. Let's listen to what's going on and see how we can help. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, we have fathers of the baby that are majorly involved. And then we have fathers of the baby that found out they were fathers and said, bye. And they mm-hmm. never came back and then everything mm-hmm. in between. Um, so really part of our job and the client advocates and nurses do a great job of this is just saying, okay, tell me where you're at. And let's go from there. Let's figure this out together. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone. Let's figure out together what a healthy life moving forward looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that, um, you know, we, we have clients who um, we have satisfaction surveys. And mm-hmm. this just, when I popped up with, with you know, we, we, the relationship that we build, yeah. um, you know, in that whole fake clinic narrative, um, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm responsible for going through um, some of these surveys and mm. looking at what they say. And every, now I went back two years, okay. okay, in surveys, and not one of them ever in all of the surveys that I looked at said that they ever felt deceived by the services that we mm. offer. Mm-hmm. And so many of them, uh, you know, they'll put little comments, right? They'll put little notes on, uh, their surveys. And what I love, I just love seeing some of them. And, uh, one of them was like, you know, when I came here, I didn't even, this was like the therapy I didn't even know I needed. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, me too. With my coworkers every day, same girl. (laughs) Um, you know, so there's such a misconception about what Mm -hmm. we do. Mm -hmm. Um, and we, you know, we had another woman who said, I already knew I was choosing life when I found out I was pregnant, but I was so scared and I did not know what to expect when I walked into y'all's doors. She said, but what I love is that, um, she felt protected and seen Mm -hmm. the entire time she was here. Hmm. The first time she saw her baby was in our ultrasound room with the nurse and she sent me a picture and her, her, the last little statement that she put was, um, I'm so glad that I met Mm y'all. I'm so glad that I came there and I'm so glad that I have a baby that is bringing me joy every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what it is, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and though that's not, that's not uncommon, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for our, our surveys, what I was looking at is that I'm like, okay, well, the thread here is that we're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that the Lord yeah. is awesome <laughs> through us. Yes. Um, and so I just, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's part of my job is I get mm-hmm. to read all these amazing things. Yes. Yeah. So if any of your listeners are tuning in for this part, we would love to invite them on a center tour. Absolutely. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Especially if you're local to Memphis, but even if you're not, come visit Graceland yeah, and visit yeah. Life Choices. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your two stops right there, when you get yeah. to Memphis. Yeah. Uh, we love to show off our space. We yeah. love to show people what really happens here. Um, yeah. And it never fails that we'll have people come through uh-huh. our doors and all of a sudden their eyes get wide and they go, wow, I had no idea you did all of this. Yeah. That's right. You've, you've done a center tour. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, I remember the ultrasound room mm-hmm. and, uh, your nurse who was in there, she had actually moved here from California mm-hmm. and Marie. Yeah, yes. she was, she was showing us. And so she's showing us this, uh, of course, just us on tour. So she's showing us on the screen, this ultrasound 
and uh, she was pointing out where stuff was, and it was it was very. Uh, I don't I don't know if the woman even knew she was pregnant, but mm. uh, she might have come in to find out. But it was that early on that she was pointing out where you could see this little like area pulsating, and mm-hmm. she was like, like that's that's how you know it's alive. Like there's already like a baby forming in there. Mm-hmm. And then she told us that that had happened. I believe it was the week before. That was, because I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is just like an example they're showing. It was like, no, this is actually one of ours, and this happened last week. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the woman came in there to find out if she was pregnant or not. And if I think if she was, she was kind of looking at uh, abortion as the option. And then she saw that. They explained that that's its life. And you could see how it's a different pulse than your heart, because here's yours mm-hmm. on this monitor. And then I, she walked out of there like, well, now I'm going to go through the pregnancy. Yeah. And then it happened like days before we came on a center tour. <laughs> wow. And me and my buddy Lee, I think we might have been the only guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were like, dude, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. You have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. We've so. had, we've had um, triplets. Um, Saint, you yes. know, we, we've seen a couple of uh, triplets born mm-hmm. through this ministry. Um, and what's so ironic mm. about that is that, you know, those multiples, whether it be, be it triplets or, or twins, um, some of their moms were abortion determined and, and knowing that simply by having a sibling in the womb, it saved their life. Oh, okay. And it's just kind of a different perspective. Like, you know, a woman who is, uh, you know, was, was going to abort, but she didn't because it's twins. You know, it's like... yeah she 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 was struggling you could you know if if it was two okay well well now I can't do it mm-hmm. and so you, she just recognized unbeknownst to her she mm-hmm. just recognized how valuable life was mm-hmm. right, right simply because there was two mm-hmm. um mm, and so I just love that I just love that 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 by having twins or triplets that was what it took to show her mm-hmm. the value of those children's lives and that being siblings literally saved, that saved their lives. We've wow. never had a client come back with their child and say, man, I really wish I had gone. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah, none right. of them say, I really yeah. wish I had aborted this child. Can you take them off my hands? No. All of these moms intrinsically, is that a word? Intrinsically. intrinsically. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, that yeah. sounded weird. Intrinsically. Uh-huh know that their babies are to be nurtured Mm. you know that's in our bodies as women and in men's bodies as fathers it's to be protective right so when you're um, participating in abortion you're going against your own nature Mm -hmm. really Um, both parties both parties the fathers are going against their protective instincts and the mothers are going against their nurturing instincts so it really rips part of their souls out. I mean, it really is yeah. so hurtful and damaging. Um, but when these women come back with their children, there's joy. There's joy written all over their faces, and they love these children. There's never mm-hmm. one that, like I said, comes back right. and says, eh, I could take it yeah, or leave yeah. it, you <laughs> right, know? Right, yeah. So, but on the flip side of that, we've had so many women come in and say, I made an abortion choice in my past, and I can't do that again. I mm. want to learn how to be a mom. Right. Mm. So, yeah. The And at, at that point, we would mm. um, we would definitely get her plugged into um, our, our HOPE ministry, which is helping others with post-abortion experience. Um, that's such a beautiful piece of our ministry um, because we, the, the statistic is, is that one in four women mm-hmm. have abortion in their past. Okay. Um, and so that's a lot. It, even mm-hmm. it, even if we just dwindled it down to our churches here in the area, okay. if you think about, I go to a well, we we all go to pretty big churches. Mm-hmm. I, I go to Living Hope, Central Harvest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you just think about how many women are sitting in your congregation, and if the statistic is one in four, right. there's yeah, there's post there's yeah. post abortive mm-hmm. women in in our congregations, mm-hmm. and um and and we just want that woman to know if if she's listening or or watching right now we want her to know that jesus died for the sin of abortion that sin that you carry in that past that secret Mm -hmm. that you might not have you might your your the man that you're married to might not even know you know may or maybe it was his baby and and he does know and he has abortion in his past too um but whatever the case may be um, if you're carrying that guilt and that shame, um, 
I would just ask that they contact us. Mm-hmm. Um, just call us, and um, you'll be you'll be partnered with a woman who has has abortion in her past and has gone through the healing uh, that that it takes to um, reckon be reconciled to to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, you you've given that to Him, and um, you know that. That is how I became a part of Life Choices of Memphis is um, I wanted to volunteer. Um, and Shelly can tell you a little bit more about volunteering um, mm-hmm. next. But um, I wanted to volunteer and uh, because I had an un- I had a crisis pregnancy who um, mm-hmm. is going to be 20 uh, in August. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's here and he's going to be 20. Um, but I-, I also have abortion in my past. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came here to volunteer, they, you know, I wrote that out. And I think the question was, how do you feel about abortion? Or, you know, mm-hmm. how would you interact with a client? And I would say, well, I-, I would hope that she never has to make the choice that I feel like I had mm-hmm. to make. And so... Uh, my application got pulled like which (laughs) it should have um and so but it wasn't it wasn't a judgmental thing it was very much a a man we love you and Mm -hmm. we think that you might be really be able to help women someday Mm -hmm. but we would just want to make sure that you get the help you need first Uh um and i went into the hope ministry and when i tell you that i went through this program and i was not the same person when i got done Mm. it's awesome the Lord showed up in my life. I, I have been, I've grown up in the Bible Belt South, mm-hmm. if that even exists anymore, um, <laughs> you know, in my entire life. And I learned more about the character mm-hmm. of God and the forgiveness and redemption of Jesus Christ in the 10 weeks that I was in this study mm-hmm. than I feel like I'd ever learned sitting in a pew. Um, and that's kind of like the school of hard knocks, right? Like, yeah. but, but I'm so glad that that program was there because I learned about redemption and I learned about, uh, what Jesus did when he went to the cross and abortion is not the unforgivable sin. Um, I think that our churches have, have kind of done us a disservice, mm-hmm. uh, o- over some of the years where we talk about, you know, from the pulpit, well, abortion is sin. Yes. Right. But there is forgiveness. Um, the only unforgivable sin is the rejection of Jesus Christ. And I know that I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And so I no longer carry that guilt and that mm-hmm. shame. Um, and so uh, the the post-abortion ministry is is precious to me. And um, we still we still do that same study. Um, we've actually got some, some exciting stuff coming up in the post-abortion ministry um, that I'm going to save for another day yeah. to talk about. <laughs> but um, it was amazing, and it changed my life. That's awesome. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that I came to volunteer here because mm-hmm. I probably would have still just been suffering through. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Every time you tell that story, Rachel, it's just... Uh, just encourages me. Mm. So thank yeah. you. Always thank you for sharing. Yeah. 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 God's done a man. lot. Uh, man, there's so much I want to talk about. <laughs> I don't know how much time y'all have. I'll, I can go for a few more minutes. If y'all yeah, can. sure. Yeah. You talk about this being a, f- people calling this a fake clinic, mm-hmm. fake clinic, right? Being mm-hmm. a fake clinic, whatever mm-hmm. they're saying, why, what are they saying and why are they saying it? The other side, and there's articles you can pull up that are by the thousands probably mm-hmm. of, you know, don't go into these fake clinics that mm-hmm. they mask themselves as, you know, medical clinics, but they are giving you bad information. They'll say, you know, we're lying to them about the effects of abortion. Um, we, we don't have real medical practice. We don't mm-hmm. follow HIPAA guidelines. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things are thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Not a single one of them has been mm-hmm. here because if they had come into our doors, they would see that that actually is not the case. In mm-hmm. fact, we had a reporter come in about a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, and she was very left leaning. Yeah, um, you could tell by her social media pages and that kind of thing. Oh. Super nice. We got yeah. along great, but we opened our doors to her and her team to come. They were in here for and do days. A full Oh, wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she thought it was going to be an expose. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I thought, oh, yeah. I yeah, thought she yeah. was, she was, yeah, but that's, that wasn't the case. That wasn't. And, and we never saw a story written oh, from no that. no kidding. Mm-mm. I think oh. it was just, she saw all that we were doing and thought, well, this isn't going to really fit with the narrative. The narrative. Never. never. Um, yeah. 
But I think her eyes were open to what we actually do here, which is we're a real medical facility mm-hmm. licensed clinic. Mm-hmm. We provide real services. What we yeah. what we say online is what you get. Right. That's right. Um, one thing that we're very, very uh, big on here at Life Choices, our founders put together 10 founding principles for okay. us that we read on the regular. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of those principles is that we will not practice deception in any of our marketing okay. or advertising. We're not ever going to mislead a woman into thinking that she's getting an abortion by coming here. Uh, we're very upfront about that from the beginning, whether they call in or visit our website or any of those mm-hmm. things. Um, we do not provide or refer for abortions. That's very important for us because we, like Rachel's been saying, we're all about developing relationships. And if a woman comes in and instantly feels like she's been misled or yeah. misinformed to get here, mm. we're not going to go anywhere with that relationship. Right. Uh, it's all about trust. And so um, we are very, very intent on making sure that we are above approach in all of the messaging and all of the information that we give mm-hmm. to our clients. None of it is fake information or false or scare. We're not trying to scare someone into not getting an abortion. We're simply listing facts. And these mm-hmm. facts are backed up by you name it, number of resources that we can always provide to our clients as well. Here are the resources. This is where we get our information. Yeah. And not even pro they're not even all pro Pro life life sources. Right. right. We're using the information that the, that the abortion side gets their information from. Right. Hmm. So again, not misleading. We're not going to lie to someone. We're telling them facts. We're giving them all the information. These are, um, if you're going in to get, Okay. For example, I got my gallbladder removed last (laughs) summer. Okay. Mm. Not only did I have to sign a ton of stuff, but I had a plethora Mm -hmm. of factoids and information on what exactly was happening with my procedure. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is not given out at Planned Parenthood when they're about to get an abortion. And did you, did you meet with your surgeon before you had surgery? I did. Interesting. I did. I met with my surgeon and there was a lot Uh of discussion on what was going to happen. What was going to happen. happen. And what are the possible, you know, repercussions Mm -hmm. of this surgery? Yeah, right, right. What are you going to experience afterwards? Absolutely zero of that information is given out before a woman gets an abortion. Right. And I know that because we have heard it from everyone that's gotten one. Right. Mm-hmm. They're okay. not giving them any information on what the procedure looks like, what the possible side effects of that procedure are going to look like. Mm-hmm. Down the road, what are you going to struggle with? And so those are some of the things that we tell clients when they're, um, when they're exploring their options. Abortion is an option, yes. And these are this is what happens when you have an abortion. This is what actually happens. Mm-hmm. A lot of women don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the nurses will go through the procedure, mm-hmm. not in a, in a, in a gruesome or, you know, they're not showing video videos right, of the procedure, right. but they, they are giving them factual information on mm-hmm. what happens step by step. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's, that's truth. Right. And we're all right. We all, oh, we we love all, we all love the truth. Yeah, right, right? Right. So if we all love the truth, and yeah. abo- abortion is the intentional killing of a child. There, that's the distinction. A lot of times um, uh, people in our culture will say, oh, well, if I have a miscarriage, you know, I'm not going to be given medical care. No, that's absolutely not the same. You know, if, right. you're, if you have a miscarriage and that baby is already gone and you're having the baby removed, that is completely mm. different than what we're talking about, which is the intentional killing of a child inside the womb. And that is what abortion is. Mm -hmm. It's intentionally killing that child beforehand and then piece by piece pulling the child out. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you put it like that, you know, a lot of women are like, I had no idea. I thought that I was just getting a clump of cells or some tissue removed. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Same with the the medical, you know, uh, the abortion pill. Women aren't warned of what this is going to look like Mm -hmm. when this... I mean, it's, it's gruesome and it's yeah. gory, but they're seeing this now and now they're home by themselves in their bathrooms and they're seeing, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, this, this happens at, when you get home, the, the, you take the second set of pills, you know, in the mm-hmm. privacy of your own home. And so where are you going to do that? Well, you're going to get in your bathtub or you're going to go sit over your toilet. How often, 
how often do you clean your your bathroom? Did you did you go clean yeah, your bathroom right, before? Right. Like, yeah. I, you know, not saying. But and what are you seeing when when everything is said and done? You right. know, and uh, that yeah. can stick with a woman forever. Yeah, um, the uh, trauma of that. And then a whole another yeah. facet you could yeah. do a whole another set of interviews on uh-huh. is fifty four percent last year of abortions were ended chemically, right with the abortion pill. Wow. Okay, fifty four percent. Uh huh. And. If if that is happening at in someone's home, what are we doing with fetal remains? Yeah, well, what are they doing? Any idea? Well, they tell Maybe. you to flush it down the toilet. Yeah, that could get. We could get into a whole. That's different, a whole. Right. Yeah, so I'm wow. just playing. That's yeah, a no, seed no. for you to do another yeah, show on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because there's a whole other sect yeah. of people getting involved in this fight that never had before, and it's the environmentalists mm-hmm. because they want to oh. know what's happening. Right. With oh, the water. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's, it's, it's wild. And, and just another little caveat here. Uh-huh. If, if the abortion provider has gotten their money for the abortion pill, right? We've dispensed the pill uh-huh. here. It's yours. I've gotten your money. Mm-hmm. Why would they not give out abortion pill reversal information? What, mm-hmm. what, what, what would the harm in that be? There wouldn't right. be any, you've already gotten your money, but can you, but give this woman a resource in case she needs help. Because abortion providers are going to say, if you have some kind of adverse effect, yeah. there's nothing you can do, but you just need to go to the ER. Oh, and by the way, when you go to the ER, don't, don't tell, them. tell them that mm. you actually took an abortion pill. Okay, now why do they say that? They say that, I don't know why. Well, well it's illegal. So they don't get in trouble, yeah, I guess. Right. Any, no one wants to be found, you know. Your fentanyl dealer doesn't want yeah. you to tell anyone where they you got drugs. Right. Yeah. So if you've gotten this from someone, your friend stockpiled them or, mm-hmm. you know, Mary down the road is selling them, mm-hmm. you know, for probably triple the price. Mm-hmm. So now, now we're extorting people mm-hmm. also. Right. So, there is a whole myriad yeah, of things. Yeah, this is. It's a, this is the beast. This, All it in really the name is. of Healthcare. women's hair. Yeah. Right. Like and that? how can you argue with women's health care? Right. You know, you're, you so you're against women's health care? Right. Like, See? Right. Like, yeah. The words matter. Yeah. You know? Words and yeah. matter. And that's where you get put in a corner is if you say that you're against it. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. You're against women's health? You hate women? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so much. This is. Yeah. Man, uh, I, you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Planned Parenthood. Oh. Yes. Oh, man, because the last podcast that never came out, y'all told a little bit because I know you guys have an office mm-hmm. near one. Right across the street. And where you would have people that escaped Planned Parenthood and want to come in and talk to you guys. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty much what they're not being told of Planned Parenthood and what is actually going on. And what, what does Planned Parenthood say? It's what, 13% of what they do or something outrageously low as a right. everything else is prenatal. Yeah, and, and what... And what the what what a woman if if a woman goes over to if a woman goes into a Planned Parent and uh-huh. she she says I'm pregnant I need prenatal resources mm-hmm. they are going to say we can confirm your pregnancy yeah aside from that there are no services here for you there is not a Planned Parenthood hmm. that delivers babies Mm-mm. not anywhere one. not, one, not one okay or gives prenatal that I'm or aware gives of. Full, or gives prenatal care yeah. So they're, but they're happy to tell you how to get an abortion. And do they perform the abortions too? Or if no? they're in a state that it's legal, but our yeah. Planned Parenthood next to our life choices just refers to our, the low, the, the closest abortion facility, Illinois. which is in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if, if we're, if Planned Parenthood isn't making, if, if the bulk of their dollars weren't from abortion services, why are Planned Parenthoods now shutting their doors? Because they don't have any income. Hmm. Well, I thought that you didn't make, I thought money, this wasn't the money yeah. that you sustained. Billions of tax dollars go right, to right, Parenthood, right. which um, is completely opposite of, of life choices of Memphis. Is We don't receive any government funding, mm. and, we're ha- and we're fine yeah, with that. Keep yes. it that way. Um, so, but keep yeah, it that way. Planned yeah. Parenthood is... Uh, the other abortion provider in our area, Choices, um, they pivoted very strategically. Um, one of their pivots was they very quickly opened a center right across the border in Illinois. Mm. 
But the other pivot uh, that yeah. they're doing locally is all of a sudden now they're providing gender affirmation care. Oh, yeah. So that, the, that's the a big shift. Cow, yeah, that's yeah. a big shift now for these abortion providers. Is oh wow. Now we're providing these these gender hormone therapies. And so are they, are they doing the surgical side to all the gender? I know Vanderbilt sure. is in yeah, um, yeah. Nashville, but I'm not sure if Choices has gotten to the level of doing the surgical part yet, mm. but they uh-huh. are doing the hormone therapy and the affirmation counseling and all of that. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's uh, it really is. Uh, and of course, Choices is delivers babies. Okay. They, they have a, a, a midwifery. Mid, midwifery. Midwife. Yeah, yeah, midwife program. Um, which, uh, you know, it actually just, was it last year that, um, several thousand, thirty thirty five thousand dollars mm-hmm. of our local taxpayer dollars went to choices to build a playground, to build a playground for oh. the siblings while the moms were getting abortions. Oh my goodness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, twisted. Right. Yeah. So we, of course, you know, as citizens, uh, we went and spoke out against that and, yeah. um, you know, so there's just so much. It's it's so ironic to me that the other that the opposite side will say, "Oh, well, pregnancy centers are so deceptive." Yeah, I lit- I have n- like I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Like I feel like <laughs> yeah, I'm being, right, like, right. purposely gaslighted. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, um, and and not only that, but uh, Planned Parenthood spends millions of dollars a year marketing to kids, to our yes. children. They are marketing oh, okay. to our children. Um, under There's the a guise. person on staff yes. at Planned Parenthood. Their only job is to make sure that Hollywood has enough movies that include uh, abortion, situations. abortion situations. No kidding. Just normalizing it. Yes. Right. Yeah, desensitizing yes. So you have you a crisis it. pregnancy. You have an abortion. Everything works out so really yeah. well. And everything's great. That is her only job on Planned Parenthood yeah. is to be mm-hmm. in Hollywood making sure that people are writing scripts that include positive spins on abortion yeah. yes. and 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 they're literally they're indoctrinating right our children in schools yeah you know there are schools across the nation that have planned parenthood as their comprehensive um, sex education uh curriculum mm-hmm. and uh and so of course uh, we're so glad tennessee is is not one of those states yeah. um but in an effort to make sure that our children in our area get life affirming, mm-hmm. um, positive information. Um, life Choices of Memphis is actually um, launching a sexual risk avoidance program, hoping right. to get into many of our local schools this fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that'll be received? So far, it's okay. being received very well. Um, a lot of the curriculum, I wouldn't perceive it as controversial. It's, At all, It's yeah. literally talking to kids about healthy boundaries that okay. they set with their friends. Mm-hmm. It's talking about what dictates your choices. You know, mm-hmm. what? how do you value yourself? Where are your choices coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, and then internet safety. You know, there's at any given time, 500,000 uh, predators online no trying kidding. to infiltrate our children. Mm-hmm. So being safe on the internet, oh, being safe on social media, um, mm-hmm. being safe with your phones and the access you have to pornography, those are all things that any parent, regardless of your background, yeah. would agree with that needs to be taught in the schools. Yeah. This curriculum is called um, Decisions, Choices, and Options. Mm-hmm. And um, a fantastic woman, her name's Joy Wassel, she was the woman who wrote this. She was okay. an educator for multiple decades before she retired to uh, launch Decisions, Choices, and Options full-time. And it has been in the Nashville um side of the state yeah. uh, for about 20 years. Okay. Um, and the, the need for this is so great as a nation, um, about $9 billion was spent, um, in 2019, I believe okay. on teen pregnancy. So we're talking age 13 to 19. Oh, okay. Wow. So that's that middle school, high school right, area, right. um, where from federal state and local taxes, uh-huh. um, now, Shelby County was a huge portion. I want to say 36 million of that nine, almost 10 billion. Wow. In 2019 was our teen pregnancy rate. Um, And so decisions, choices, and options 
has a proven track record to reduce that. In Sumner mm-hmm. County, yeah. um, they reduced uh, their pregnancy rate um, by multiple points. Um, if you look at the statistics, they uh, they had a very high teen pregnancy rate. And after instituting um, the Decisions, Choices, and Options program for several, several number of years, mm-hmm. they lowered their teen pregnancy rate, which is good for the entire nation. It's good for yeah, the budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the... the uh, the number is about $21,000 per teen pregnancy is spent by taxpayers. And that's from, Man. that's prenatal care and birth. Mm-hmm. That's not, we're not even talking about if after, we're, after yeah. if we're doing WIC and, yeah, and welfare and housing right. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shelby County needs this program. Uh, we need it for for public schools, we need it for private schools, we need it for home schools, and we have all three of those curriculums, and we are we are prepared. Uh, we're going to have staff that are sexual risk avoidance certified, mm-hmm. so they're certified to teach this curriculum. Um, and this is at no cost to no the cost. schools at all. Oh, no kidding. We're doing this right. completely for free. We Life Choices purchased the curriculum, and we are training doing it. the teachers, um, so it's completely free um it doesn't involve any school faculty or anything like that so the teachers can actually step aside and do whatever else lesson plans you go plan, great papers yeah. yeah go have a cup of coffee while we're teaching <laughs> yeah, this yeah. um and it actually um if you look at the uh, curriculum crosswalk meaning okay. where does this fit into the tennessee curriculum um it covers 25 standards that are already mm. mandated by the state that have to be taught to our students anyways mm-hmm. so what school system and teacher wouldn't want somebody right. coming in and teaching these hard you know, classes, uh, I know several friends that are teachers and they did not get into teaching to have mm. a conversation about sexting with students, which right. is part of this curriculum. Right. Um, you know, we, they're students with a device in our hand. There's so yeah. many studies now that have shown that our students are um, dealing with things that we never had, that I never had to deal with because they have a phone in their hand 24 right. seven mm-hmm. and it's causing anxiety. It's causing depression. It's causing all of these things. Um, and then we factor in the sexting and the pornography that is available when mm-hmm. you have a device and, um, and we're going in and we're talking, we're having these mm-hmm. hard conversations. Like, do you know that there are laws against sexting? You know, students don't know that seventh graders yeah, don't know right. that there are laws against this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're saying decisions that you're making right now in sixth, seventh and eighth grade have the potential to affect where you can get a job, where mm-hmm. you can live, where you yeah, can continue right. your secondary education at, um, all because of some decisions you made as a non-brain developed 14 year old, right? right? Yeah, (laughs) Um, right. So this is needed. This is very, very needed. And we're super, super excited about this. Rachel and I both have sixth graders and eighth graders. Okay, Mm -hmm. um, Soon to be in high school for our eighth graders. And we've both said, once we saw this curriculum, can I take this home and yeah. teach it to my kids right yeah, now? Right, right. Because it's mm-hmm. so Get ahead of it. good. Mm-hmm. It's so valuable it, and it's so needed. And it's for, you know, everyone will say, oh, well, it's the life choices people, the Jesus people are going to come yeah. in and, and t- it's um, it, the public school version. Um, it has no, no, it's, it's it has no, no scripture, stuff, yeah. n- nothing like that. Um, we're talking again, like Shelly said about healthy boundaries and whatever gender and sexual identity you feel as you at that given time at that that given time time, we all need to know how to set a healthy boundary Mm -hmm. with same sex and opposite sex people right Mm -hmm. so that we keep ourselves physically mentally healthy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. great Rachel, I love how you mentioned that oh. we do not receive government funding or accept government funding. Oh, yes. Yes. And so Isaac might want to ask next, Uh-oh. how do we fund our center and our That's ministry? perfect. That I was, was getting into <laughs> all your volunteer and getting involved. And yes. Yes. And so. Um, Which we, is great. Uh, not to cut yeah, you off. Ahead. Just from what I've learned in my job. And I've, I had to talk about it at church one time. I guess people don't understand until you get in and it's too late, there's all these grants available Mm -hmm. and there's all this, you know, federal and state Mm -hmm. funding and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, and it, and it looks like it's no strings attached, 
But as Christians, Christians need to understand that when you accept that, you can get strong-armed into doing anything Mm -hmm. at any time or you'll lose that funding. Right. Mm -hmm. And people will think, oh, Tennessee is this fortified, very deep, conservative state. At any time, stuff can change. That's right. And Mm -hmm. you guys can get penalized under the law because you receive funding and you're doing something, you know, uh, that's contrary to what you should be doing in that funding. And people don't realize how big of a deal it is to mm-hmm. not receive government funding. Yes. I'm so happy that you yes. said that, Isaac. <laughs> yes. That just makes me happy that yeah. you kind of, you get it because, um, a lot of times most people that aren't just in the trenches with us are like, what's, what's the problem? It's more money. Great. You know, it'll help you know, the ends justifies the means because you right. get this money and you can help save lives with it. Well, right. you're right. There's always strings attached. One of the biggest strings and the most important strings, and we have seen this happen to other ministries. So this isn't just coming out of some kind of crazy part of my brain. Yeah, <laughs> They are not able to yeah. share the gospel now because they accepted government funding. Or it's very specific windows of time. You can share the gospel, but not in any place where the government has funded the service that you're providing. So now you've got people on staff that are like, okay, can I share the gospel? Oh, I hear them asking a question about Jesus, but we're in the ultrasound room, and this was funded by the government, so now I can't share the gospel. Yeah. Um, Absolutely not. We're not going to do that here at Life Choices. We want the Holy Spirit to, to be move. free to move yeah. and we want to be free to respond in any way that we can and however the Lord is leading no matter what room we're in that's right um, so that's the biggie for us yeah and hmm. not only that and so, but what you'll hear people say is well if our tax dollars are supporting Planned Parenthood I don't agree with that I would rather our tax dollars go to you well yeah me too but um, the thing about that is is you know we always want to, regardless of where your belief system comes from Mm -hmm. and whether you believe in what we do or not, um, no, I don't want my dollars to go to Planned Parenthood, but I know that there are people that don't want their dollars to come to me. I would rather go out into the community Mm -hmm. and talk to churches, talk Mm -hmm. to individuals, talk to to, to school, to, uh, private schools, talk to, uh, businesses that are like-minded businesses Mm -hmm. that line up with our founding principles, Mm -hmm. um, and solicit them Mm -hmm. for these donations or even see them Mm -hmm. get an incentive, uh, Mm -hmm. on their taxes for, for supporting, for supporting us. Mm -hmm. I would, we're relational, yeah. I can't be relational with the government, mm-hmm. but no. I can be relational with businesses, churches, and families that mm-hmm. love us and support us. Um, I can walk into somebody's office and say, hey, let me show you what we did last year with your with your money. Um, mm-hmm. And that is building a relationship. Hey, come and see what I'm doing with your money. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for praying for us. Thank mm-hmm. you for supporting us. Um, th- these are relationships that I get to build um, that with the community, that if I'm just sitting back and I'm just okay with taking government funding, I'm leaving the community and the church out yeah. of the mission of what Life Choices is supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. And since we are first and foremost a ministry of Christ, I would be we as leadership would be doing a disservice Mm -hmm. to this ministry um, and not, we would be in violation of our founding principles. Mm. I want people that love us to support us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I don't ever want to give anyone on the other side a reason to say, well, great. Well now my tax day, taxpayer dollars are going to you guys. Mm -hmm. I hate you. And I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, there, I want there to always be common ground. And sometimes that common ground is, Hey, if, if you don't want to support us financially, you don't have to, but Hey, let's build a relationship. Let me just, let me just see you for the person that you are. Mm-hmm. And then of course I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you about Jesus and I'm going to tell you yeah. about life choices. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and that's how we win people to the other side. Mm-hmm. And the Lord has been faithful to our ministry over mm-hmm. these 37 years in yes. so many different ways. Um, and the bottom line is we trust him. There's mm-hmm. when I was first hired on the, to this ministry, my job title was special events manager. I think it was, uh, it was, yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> sure, even know yeah. the titles get it, basically yeah. I was over the fundraising events. Okay. Um, and I remember seeing very early on that 
I can do a really good job and I can work really hard to get these events. Yeah going well and we do we take pride in director our director of special events and donor relations that was after that was later oh, that, okay that, was that wasn't my first title but and we love our events we're very yeah. proud of our events and we yeah. believe that the lord deserves excellence from us however at the end of the day and i hate that phrase when people say at the end of the day <laughs> by the way i can't believe yeah. i just did that but we're at the mercy of the holy spirit impressing upon yeah. a person's heart and them being obedient to that and writing a check. We can't, I can't force you mm -hmm. to write a check. I can't force you as a business to support us. That is mm -hmm. completely up to the Lord. Yeah. And God has done it and continues to blow us away with the support that comes in. Mm -hmm. We trust him completely to continue providing for this ministry as long as he deems us worthy of it. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't need the government for that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. So how, okay. What do y'all need now? Um, and how do people get involved? All right. Boom. The best way to get involved, the best first step is come see what we do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Come and make sure that your time and your resources mm -hmm. are best suited for here. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's the biggest step. We I always want people to know what we're doing. Um, so come on a center tour. And better yet, get a group together of your friends, family, like-minded individuals, yeah. and come and do it together. Yeah. All you have to do is call me, and we'll set a date, and we will walk around this clinic, and I will show you everything. And we will yeah. even feed you. We That's feed right. everyone. That's, That's right. That's true. I'm going to ride a Chick-fil-A right. wrap. Chick-fil-A. Yes. Yeah. Um, shout out to Chick-fil-A in, yeah. uh, in Bartlett. They're awesome. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, come see what we're doing first. Um, and then at our center tour, we're going to tell you all the ways you can mm -hmm. get involved. And that might mean direct client contact. That might mean that you're a mentor, mm -hmm. whether you're a man or you're a woman, you're mentoring a mother or an expectant mother or expectant father. Okay. Um, and you're, you're just walking the road of, of life with them mm -hmm. as they walk through this pregnancy and they're trying to figure out what they're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You're just a voice a friend speaking into that. So yeah. that might be a way that you might be called to do that. Um, there are some people who are, and they are great at it. And we love, love, love our volunteers. Um, mm. It might be a situation to where you have some type of um, skill that mm -hmm. you can teach at a baby prep class or, uh, you know, it, when we have group classes for dads, you know, uh, we have uh, people that come in and teach about financial planning um, breastfeeding, labor and delivery, infant CPR, um, nutrition, all of these, these people have these skills yeah, and that right. they're, they're coming here and they're teaching our moms, you know, uh, you're, your baby's first teacher. We have a fantastic woman named Daphne who comes in and, um, she is a, um, speech pathologist or a speech okay. therapist. And she teaches our moms how important good communication is within mm. the first year of your baby, uh, your baby's life. And we all know that, you know, babies under the age of one can't use words. Right. So we have to figure out ways to communicate with our babies to know yeah. that they're loved and, and feel secure. Mm -hmm. And so Daphne teaches that our moms that for, um, for free. And, um, so, so if you have a skill, that's, that's a way that you can be, that you can do something. Are, are you a photographer? Are you a florist? Are you, um, anyone that has mm -hmm. these types of skills, uh, we can use you at events. Mm -hmm. Um, when our moms, when they're getting to the end of their pregnancy, mm -hmm. um, a lot of them aren't going to go do a maternity photo shoot, but we oh, all, yeah. but, you know, mm -hmm. but it's what a blessing to be able to give a mom just a snapshot of of her with her baby in her womb that she might not have been able to go get otherwise mm -hmm. and yeah. that's going to be something super precious um for her to have and for her to keep mm -hmm. um and so things like that if you have um administrative skills and you like to work do office things uh there might be a position here for you you never mm -hmm. know uh, and then of course events, we always need to help with our events. Do you like decorating? We could use you on our decorating yeah, team yeah, at the yeah. banquet. <laughs> yeah. Um 
And so we we love that. Do you have this? Do you, are you a um, a person who loves to you know greet and talk to people? Mm-hmm. Are you joy? Are you a joyful person? Mm-hmm. Um, we need you at the life walk, holding up a sign, encouraging people as they walk around the zoo. Mm-hmm. So um, there's endless ways to get involved, and it's not just our list. I love to hear how people want to get involved. Mm-hmm. When yeah. someone comes to me and they say, "Well, I don't know what I can do. Well, what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. What do right. you feel like your talents are? Let's start there." There's a lady that came on a center tour pretty recently, and and she d- she cleans homes. Oh yeah, okay. And offered to just deep clean and detail clean our space here, which was amazing. And that's you know, mm-hmm. a, a, again, it's just a picture of the body of Christ, and how we all have mm-hmm. different things that we can offer, and there are so many ways that we can use that here in yeah. our ministry. Yeah. We had a young girl who um, started a blessings blanket club. Okay. At her school. At, during the pandemic, she taught herself how to um, crochet blankets. Yeah. And so she started, when school got back in, she started a club and she taught her friends how to crochet baby blankets. And so they come and they donate baby blankets. Oh, wow. And, and that's just something that you you never would think yeah. of. Mm-hmm. But it's such a blessing to a mom who's going shopping in the baby boutique to see that someone took the time to yeah. hand make mm-hmm. something for their baby and the handmade ones are always the ones that go first just so yes. you know because oh, yeah. um, they're so special because they are yeah. so special um and so things like that just mm-hmm. thinking outside the box of mm-hmm. okay what are my talents how can i leverage this for the kingdom mm-hmm. um and and come join us mm-hmm. you know come join us as a volunteer yeah we also mm-hmm. have um, an amazing group of people that we call life connectors that give to us monthly mm-hmm. Uh, a huge, huge help for us as we're budgeting and trying mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, what the Lord has for us in the coming year. We know we've got our life connectors to give us that, uh, that basis for our mm-hmm. income so that we know, you know, how to plan. Yeah. Um, not everybody has time, right? Right, right. You know, um, and not everybody has finances, right? But together, it all makes the ministry work. Yeah, right, right. right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, last question I have, unless y'all want to add something afterwards. <laughs> as a man, how do men get involved with life choices if it's for this brand new men's program? Yes. Uh, Rachel, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, but I, yeah. Um, Rachel or what would you like really to see? Well. Again, yeah. like I said, when I was here on the tour, it was me and my buddy Lee. Yeah. We were, we were yeah. the only guys. This is not a, a industry that most men think they have a place exactly. in at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Cause also you're told no, you know, no uterus, no opinion. As right. If that makes any sense. Right. But, yeah, so how, how how can men get more involved? Why do you need men more involved? Mm-hmm. So one, obviously the easiest mm-hmm. uh, plug-in is going to be the men's ministry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you feel like your calling is to be a mentor to a young dad. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't feel the calling to actually be a mentor, but you would like to help uh, the administrative side mm-hmm. of, of that ministry. Um, that's something that we need. Um, you know what the, and one of the biggest things, ways men can get involved, come here, see what we do, go back out into your community and use your voice in your circle of influence Mm -hmm. to tell people about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Even though we've been here for almost 40 years, constantly I hear from people, I didn't even know that you were here. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, and it's from people, from donors. So, um, a, a huge way that men can get involved is, you know, use your voice and where you're at to, to stand and, and to encourage other men to do the same and to not be silent mm-hmm. on this, mm-hmm. um, to show up to our events and encourage other men to show up to our events. Um, because what this does is it, it, what you're doing when you're saying, when you're, when you've got men who are supporting this, the yeah. women that do this ministry is you're saying, I'm here for this and not on my watch are these babies going to lose their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These women might be doing the day in and day out work of this because maybe they're the most equipped to talk mm-hmm. to other women. Right. But what I'm going to do as a man is I'm going to support the women who are doing this mm-hmm. with my time, with my mm-hmm. finances, and with my voice. Mm-hmm. Preach. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yes. We have a lot of men that, um, well, they have security background. Maybe they're yeah. police officers. They'll help offer security in times when mm-hmm. we need it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have a carpenter that loves heavy to help lifting. us. You know, yeah. the help. Always use heavy lifting. We have a tech guy that's really good at computers and yeah. he'll come in and look at stuff when we need it. You know, so mm-hmm. again, it's uh, whatever background you have, we will find a place. That's right. Do you like, you are you a carpenter? <laughs> come build yeah. us something. Come we we yeah. need all the yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do y'all have anything else that you'd like to add or thank you for giving us so much time. This is like multiple episodes. It is. And it's still, okay. It's still under two hours. Believe it or not. Is that how many, is that how long it normally is? It just depends. I did one last week that I haven't put out yet because I'm waiting for approval. Um, but we talked about critical theory and we rolled and mm. I hardly spoke in a way. I just kind of asked questions and yeah. it went like a little over an hour. Mm-hmm. And that was still one of those like, dude, I could have gone, I could have gone two, three hours yes. talking through wow. all the critical theory stuff. You yeah. Know? Well, are there but, any other questions that you think that people might want to know? Man, uh, I guess one I'm thinking about is people, when, when you're talking about the, the repercussions of abortion, that people are not being told when like a mm. woman goes through an abortion, how not only does it affect her, you know, psychologically, you're talking about trauma and like spiritually, you'll feel like the grief and shame. Mm-hmm. What about the ability to try to reproduce at a different time? I mean, you're talking about how gruesome it is. Is it mm-hmm. going to affect them long term on stuff? It can. It, yeah, it can. Um, mm. You know, I think that when we, we talk about, uh, women going, you know, and having, uh, medical abortion procedures, um, which that, that's a whole nother thing now is women in Tennessee. If, if a woman in Tennessee is accessing abortion, that means that she's traveling, um, which makes her all the more committed to following through with this. Mm. Um, but when we talk about the, the physical side of abortion, um, just like there are risks with any surgery, right? right? You can perforate the uterus. Mm. Um, and now I'm not a medical professional, so mm-hmm. let me just say I'm not a doctor um, yeah. or a nurse. But uh, it's it's very it's very easy to you know from my own experience. Now I, I'm a post-abortion woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I also went on to have two healthy pregnancies, mm-hmm. um, but I am at risk. Um, as I get older, I'm at risk for other things that some women might not be. For um, example, uh, certain types of breast cancers. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who say, well, that, that's kind of been debunked. But when you put uh, genetics, my, my family history, in play yeah. with the fact that uh, when you have an abortion procedure, um, your body is making... Uh, your body's manufacturing uh, the pregnancy oh, hormone. Right. And then the abortion procedure abruptly stops the manufacture of that hormone. And so um, that that plays a part on just your your cell makeup, how, mm. how that happens medically. Um, I really can't speak to that, but I do know that um, the, the risk for preparation of uterus is there um, when you're having that mm-hmm. um, procedure. Um, and if that happens, then yes, there is always a risk that you will have yeah. to um, have emergency surgery and that you would need to have your um, uterus removed, which obviously is going to impact the way that you grow your family in the future. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is, su- this is such a decision that's put, that women feel like they're pushed into suddenly. It, you know, it's, it's always a rush, mm-hmm. right? I have to do this right now. I don't even have time to think about mm-hmm. the the per, the precautions that you're telling me or what could happen because all I know is that if I don't do it in right. nine months, I'm going to have a baby and then right. I'm really going to have a problem. I'm not thinking about these other outlying situations that mm-hmm. could or could not happen. And at that point, um, I have viewed this pregnancy as the enemy, right? As mm-hmm. a problem that needs to be solved. Right. And I'm willing to risk my life to write the ends going to justify the means Mm -hmm. this stuff might maybe could happen but i definitely know i'm going to have a baby so i'm willing to risk it here to not have to have a baby and and it's just it's just so sad Mm -hmm. um that women are put into that situation that they they're literally risking their life to be not pregnant it's 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 such a it's such a, a it's such a uh an argument that doesn't even really make sense, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I just, the rush around it 
and um, the the risk is just it's it's great and mm-hmm. and being a post abortive woman um i can't i like i said i, I have two healthy children um but my psychological uh risk was so much greater mm-hmm. uh or my the psychological damage that it did and in that psychological damage there are physical risks there right because the post abortive woman is going to be more risky by nature. She's going to drink more. She's going to engage in recreational drug use more. She's going to pursue uh, unhealthy sexual relationships more. So those three indicators right there have put me at a greater risk for lots of different things, mm-hmm. for uh, all of the effects of, of alcohol abuse, all of the effects of drug use, um, all of the effects of inappropriate sexual relationships. Um, women who are, uh, have abortion, mm-hmm. uh, are at a much, much, much higher risk for suicide, not just depression mm-hmm. leading to suicidal thoughts, but actual suicide attempts. Um, and that, that is, is, is just sad. It's just, it's just sad that mm-hmm. you think that this, this decision is going to fix your life, but it just opens up the door for so many more unhealthy situations mm-hmm. and life-threatening situations mm-hmm. our job i'm part of our job at life choices is to help that woman slow down and see the big picture instead of mm-hmm. rushing in and making a split decision that you're going to have regrets for later let's mm-hmm. stop let's slow down we've got time mm-hmm. yeah and let's let's go over the options together and see what this really looks like mm-hmm. and women who um are um, in an unexpected plant or unexpected pregnancy. Um, if they know that their partner is on board with this pregnancy, they're at a greater, um, they're going to choose life, mm-hmm. uh, more so often than, than women who don't have a supportive partner. So when we're talking to men who have women who are expecting in their lives, um, or they have an unplanned pregnancy, um, she needs to hear mm-hmm. your voice that says, Hey, we can do this. Mm-hmm. You don't have to make this choice because of me. Mm-hmm. I'm here for this and I'm going to support you or we're going to make a plan for adoption together. Mm-hmm. If this is, if we do not want a parent. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's all good. Uh, any final thoughts, any good book recommendations, any quotes, anything? Oh man. We've got lots of good book recommendations. Oh, book recommendations always. I always love love book recommendations. Yes. One of, I brought uh, Dr. Mark Newman up earlier. Yes. Um, He has written a book called Contenders. It's an excellent read and it is an excellent resource for those of us who maybe think we know a little bit about the pro-life stance and, and speaking points, but this will really equip you to be able to speak intelligently in any circumstance where okay. someone's saying, well, what about this? What about that? Why do you right. really feel this way? Mm-hmm. Contenders gives you the information you need to really stand for life, which we uh-huh. need everyone to do. So yeah. I would highly recommend that book. Yeah. Uh, okay. Speaking of Dr. Mark Newman, yes. we're having a pro-life apologetics community event. Oh wow! It is not a fundraiser. Okay. It is an event for anyone who wants to learn how to better speak to their stance on pro-life. They are invited to come here, Dr. Mark Newman, for free at Central Church on July the 12th. Okay. And he will be there and he will be equipping us to ha- have these intelligent phrases ready and, yeah, and this awesome. information. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then we'll be doing a church leadership um, training the next day, uh, for anyone who is uh, maybe a pastor Mm -hmm. or any kind of church leader, Sunday school teacher. Um, if you're in a teaching capacity, um, you need to be able to teach Mm -hmm. people how to speak to these issues. And so Dr. Mark Newman is going to be joining us, uh, for that. And we're so, so, so excited. Mm Such July the 12th. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Favorite quote or one of my favorites. Sure. Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Sure. Okay. I love him. Let's do it. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. That's so good. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. And I just had that in my head. Can you believe it? That That's is perfect. Amazing. I can't imagine what you had written down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like Steve yeah. worthy. That's good. Well, I don't know about that now. That's getting a little too much. Yeah. 
But yes. So, and it's true. And that was one that really spoke to me when I first came on staff here is I've been silent for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've been complicit Mm -hmm. in some ways. And if we all spoke up, what a difference we could make. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, another book rec. Uh, Scott Klusendorf. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Case He's, for Life. Didn't he speak the banquet yes. two years ago? Yes, mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. Um, love that. If you're a woman and you want to read, or I mean, even men can read, mm-hmm. but Pam Tebow wrote a book called okay. The Ripple Effect. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is speaking to a woman's heart on um, how, as a wife and a mother, you might not feel that that is the most... Uh, glorified position to be in, but what a ripple effect Mm -hmm. you can have um, in your home and in the life of your husband and children when Mm -hmm. you're seeking the Lord every day. And so I just love Pam Tebow. She's fantastic. She was awesome. Mm -hmm. And her, she spoke at our last banquet and the theme was generations and talking about the generational impact Mm -hmm. that the Lord has had um, through this ministry. And we think about the generations that are impacted when a mom chooses life and when a mom chooses to follow the Lord, the generational impacts are a total right. ripple effect. And so mm-hmm. Pam was the perfect, the perfect keynote speaker for that theme, uh, mm-hmm. with the ripple effect she's had in her own life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. So yeah, We're, we've been busy. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Y'all have been. Yeah. Thank well, you, good. Isaac, for yes, having thank us y'all on. So this much is for so exciting for doing it. Yeah, yeah. This, I don't remember. I don't remember the last one went. I remember it was good, but this one this is one's way probably better. better. Yeah, I feel well, like we really yeah. dug. We really grew yeah. up. We we tried to yeah. have a little. Yeah, yeah. we've matured yeah. since we the really last have. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. And I'm not on sure. any kind of um, painkillers. Painkillers, <laughs> right? Key. Yeah, it's huge. I don't know what I said. I'm just glad you lost it. Yeah. Well, uh, Shelly, Rachel, thank you all so much yeah, for thank you taking for time today. to do this. And thank you. I'll put this thing up ASAP. So do we got to get it out there. Yay. Yeah. Thank awesome. you all. Thank you all Yay. so much. Yay. Yep. See you on the other side.